with clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, alright? He's gotta throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent yeah here's will and trent you know it coming at you live on a Sunday, or on delay in your ear. Yeah, or um, is it is it Monday yet? It's probably Monday already in Australia. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's if probably not, like, like like work day time already. Yeah, unless it's a another one of their national holidays or something. I don't no, know I don't how think, many. I don't, I don't. I don't think their holidays affect the days in the week. No, no, I understand that. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that they somehow can mystically and magically delay Monday. Right. Well, I don't know. If if anyone could do it, it would probably be Australia. They'd come up with a way. I think so. For Uh, sure. In in a pleasurable way. Anyway, hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Heads. My name is Will. And I'm the Trent. And uh, you're listening to us uh, many different magical ways, but most importantly, through a wonderful website uh, that is nice enough to put us through. And what is that one, Trent? Folks, it is modcast.com. That's right. Uh, If you want to take part in the program while we are live or even after the fact, Many different ways. One of them, Twitter. Trent, how did they do that? Oh, my gosh. You you can be like uh, Jez or you can be like uh, ZDigital13. Uh, oh, sorry. That, that's at Superbongman. Uh, his, 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 but, yes, use the hashtag NetHeads. Yeah, it's just that easy. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to uh, actually interact with us in an audio fashion, mm. uh, then, yeah, n- I didn't say oral. I said audio. Oh, well, I guess that's different. A little bit. Uh, you can use one of many different ways. Easiest via Skype. NetHeads on air. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, all the other ones, if you're looking at the video feed. By the way, if you want to take part in the program live when we say we're going to be live, uh, we've gone ahead and, and made it as, as easy as I possibly can. Just go to netheadsonair.com forward slash live. There you can choose between video or mm-hmm. audio. Or audio. And during the week, let's say uh, you're lazy and you're like, Will, I, I know I may have subscribed to the NetHeads on Air channel on YouTube, but right. uh, but I'm too lazy to actually uh, go looking for this week's video. Fastest and easiest way to find it there, more than likely, until the following Sunday when I replace the embed code, would be at, at, at live as well, ironically. When we're the least yeah. live possible, you can That's find That's where to find us live. Absolutely. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes perfect sense to me, Trent. Of course. I, I see no problems with this at all. No, of course not. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's a little bit of business. Boy, Trent, I did not realize that a tech podcast like us. Yeah. Uh, would have commentary last week on what became, um, I, you know, there's no other way to put it. Uh, and by the way, yes, folks, we've listened loud and clear. Trent, I have, I've had one person tell us they can't agree with us, which is fine. That's fine. Uh, I'm okay. You know what? Here's the thing. I, I encourage people to, to own your own opinions, but just know why you own them. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Like, I, I, like what you like, but know why you like it. <laughs> I fair enough. I, I completely agree with you on that. Um, so last week we we were talking about the seeming stupidity that was going on with the Trump campaign, uh, yeah. with um his going after a gold star family, Ooh. and and that led us into some interesting rhetoric about Trump. And then somehow during this past week, uh, Trump actually went ahead and and. Uh, made it an even more interesting rhetorical week, if yeah. you will. Uh, Trent, what as your uh, 
first of all, uh, for those that don't know, Trent fills his, his work days uh, in a completely non-related and in no way, shape, or form <laughs> adhering to the uh, views or opinions voiced on NetHeads. But Trent does have a position that could be considered in academia in Utah, which is an interesting state to be in, I think. Oh, yeah. So uh, my question for you, Trent, is without going into the details of everything that went on, because I've even got a counterpoint on this. Okay. Um, because from my take, this was uh, press-wise, it was a horrible week for Drumpf. And um, <laughs> the other thing about it, though, is I find it very interesting that the last couple of days, uh, Thursday and Friday, when things were going what I would consider very uh, newsworthy well for him, the, the press seemed to point out every single foible, but there were very few stories about the fact that, you know, hey, uh, Trump has been done pretty good the last couple of days. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, which happened near the which, end of the week. It's so funny. Like, you know, uh, he 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 didn't say anything extremely offensive this this well. I mean, he had, you know, but it wasn't, you know, he didn't attack anyone's uh, personality or their character of being. And it's just, I mean, Romney had like, two kind of gaffes and they were just gaffes it wasn't like personally attacking people <laughs> yeah and, and he was screwed <laughs> i think uh for those of you that don't know what we're talking about welcome from the coma it's nice to have you back um <laughs> but everyone else i think i mean i thought the news was just amazing to see how it it kind of unraveled uh during the week because uh what we had it, it this is actually Looking back on it, this is going to be a very interesting and, and probably often documented about case of the presidential election and, oh, and, yeah. and how social opinion can can sway in a, a campaign. Yes. Uh, yep. be, and also probably in the way that you can and cannot carry yourself if you're going to be running for the, the president of the United States. Because we saw a week that started very much with Trump being Trump. And then it's it's like somewhere around Wednesday, somebody took away his phone, <laughs> you know, and uh, down to the point where finally he's rolling back and endorsing Paul Ryan. But he's... Oh, doing, did he really? He did. And boy, Trent, oh, wow. I, I haven't seen anything, but from what I'm read, he was literally reading from cue cards, in, hmm. you know, like, like note cards in his hand. Huh in those specifically targeted words for backing uh, the campaigns of Paul Ryan, John McCain, hmm. and one other person. Weird. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, like like actual three-by-five cards. Yeah, coming coming from someone who is, who's making fun of politicians who use uh, prompters. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, this, but there's one of those, I mean, uh, I think the campaign has been very clear that he's very uh, free speaking in the way he conducts his, his rallies and uh, his visits on the campaign. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I got to give them credit uh, because from what I, just from what I take uh, with the uh, ego that's being dealt with here, oh, I, I think that it's probably very hard to get him to do what would be something he doesn't want to do. Correct. Yeah, he's he's not what you would call a team player. Right. So um, so I thought that him doing that on Friday was uh, interesting. Uh, I, I think had he not created the gaffe by saying he because really what happened was it what appeared to me anyway. Earlier in the week, Donald Trump uh, was asked about endorsing Paul Ryan. It gave him a chance to jab back at Ryan, who didn't endorse Trump's campaign early on. Early on, yeah. You know, he said at one point that he wasn't quite there yet or something along those lines. So Trump got to be petty and say the same thing. Uh, because the week once again began with uh, denouncements because of the, uh, because of, I can't believe the number of issues that we've traversed in yep. one week yep uh and nobody comes here to netheads to hear about them but i'm just amazed at how much happened and how much it, it just uh it, it was really like a like uh the nominee was trying to tank his own campaign yeah, yeah. oh yeah like like every day i i, I just see the news i'm back i is this is this is this real life <laughs> <laughs> the other interesting thing is, Trent, I think it's the first time I've ever used the see real-time coverage button on Google News, and, <laughs> and, and I've seen it use that kind of refresh rate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, one thing I can definitely tell you, though, if you're looking at the media, um, it's very interesting that uh, the number of articles that come out and their orientation. Uh, obviously, the Huffington Post is deeply against Donald Trump. Washington sure. Post, yeah. The Washington Post seems to be the same way. Uh, yeah. And I think they are one of the media outlets that Trump banned from his campaign early on. Yes, which if if that doesn't... <laughs> If that doesn't like, um, I don't know, raise up any uh, uh, flags for demagoguery, I don't know what is. Uh, it's called the First Amendment. <laughs> so, Trent, one of the things that we're gonna, yeah. So, one of the things that we're gonna have to deal with um, about uh, on this show because it's kind of hard. It you don't want to join in, you don't want to pile on, uh, and also netheads isn't necessarily where people come to talk about this stuff so the question is oh yeah like like a a good alternative would be waking from the american dream yeah there you go but do we want the question for us is do we want this to be a, a trump free zone well i mean it's it is well i i mean our, our intro talks about zeitgeist you know ah okay and, and, I, and i think you you can't you can't ignore the zeitgeist doesn't you don't have to focus on you know we, we won't cover a whole spectrum a broad spectrum Yes, what and I'm say? not. I'm not talking about like a spectrum of of women who are being degraded by men in in the fifties. Holy crap! I hope not. I thought you that's know, like where the, you were going a for a broad second. spectrum. With, yeah, that's how you know Mad Men style. You know, maybe would have said. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna like. Well, I'll tell you what, Trent. Let's uh, let's do one thing. <laughs> let's make this. Let's at least make this interesting. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, and a little poignant. I I don't know about you. Uh, I'm a big fan of Penn Jillette. Oh, the of of Penn and Teller fame. Yes, uh, whether it's Penn and Teller bullshit or uh, what's, whatever. What's that? What's that new show he's got on the CW? There, they had one basically where it was magicians trying to pull one over on. Yeah, I've seen a couple of clips and it's fucking great, dude. It's really good. Uh, I think one of the things I loved on an episode I just happened to watch. Okay, uh, he. He comp because they speak in terms when they're talking to the magician when they are trying to adequately convey that they know what the magician is doing. Uh huh. And in one of them, he said, "I want to thank you, sir, for allowing me on national television to say um, that is that was a wonderful job fingering the gash." <laughs> and it was obviously he was oh. referring to some type of magician's trickery, Trick. but yeah. It, yeah. It sounded bizarre. Well, and it, I'm paraphrasing, so I'm more than likely getting it wrong and being no, a little but, too on the nose. Yeah, they they do stuff like that. Like, um, there was one that I was that I saw, and it was really cool. It was a sleight of hand trick, and they didn't explain how they did it or, or anything. But he basically was was able to make um bottles of uh vermouth just show up all over the table out of nowhere. Like what started out with just one, all of a sudden, you know, out, out of however he did it, there was like 15 bottles uh of vermouth on the table. And and uh, it was it was a, a name brand vermouth, but but uh, in in showing that I know where you got this trick from, he goes, oh that's that's, and then he names the magician that originally did it's uh, brand of vermouth, isn't it? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> See, as like a and like unless you were paying attention or knew that it wasn't that exact brand of vermouth, you're like, oh, okay, that's a zing to the to the guy trying to pull one over on him. Yeah, exactly, and it's a great show. That's that, fantastic. And, and actually, the uh, Aisha Tyler hosted. Um, whose line is in any way that's yes. on the CW as well? I, I, I got to say, those are two of the shows that I, I most get upset at myself for about forgetting that they exist, and then yeah. binging on a whole bunch of them. Well, and they're they're also the the non typical programs for the CW that is outside of their target market. Oh yeah, definitely. But they're still great and enjoyable programs. Now, yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. All that said, uh, wanted to give uh, basically one last person uh, our comment on on Trump for the week. Yes, the uh, the 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 well spoken pendulette. Yes, uh, on his take on uh, what it was like to work with Donald Trump. Donald Trump will say that his show, uh, Celebrity Apprentice, uh, helped my career tremendously. He is 100% right. He made me look great, and I loved working with him. And I'm very grateful for being on the show with him. You can be very grateful to someone and not want them to be present. Of all the people <laughs> who worked on Celebrity Apprentice with Donald Trump, I believe I liked him the most of anybody that was on. I mean, everybody else had horrible things to say about him, and I kind of enjoyed him. I thought that within the framework 
of a reality uh, television program being capricious, uh, volatile, uh, unpredictable, um, illogical, uh, are all really good qualities. <laughs> Having no filter is a really good quality. But I don't think it's a good quality for a president. The funny thing was, all I did was I went on a television show and said that I liked Donald Trump, but I didn't think he'd be a good president. And all of a sudden, he started firing out these tweets about how I'm horrible and I'm garbage and my show sucks. And I just thought, wow, has there ever been a politician in history like Abraham Lincoln? Did he ever go four score and seven years ago, there's this magician that isn't that good? I think someone <laughs> that heavy and that thin skinned and that volatile is uh, is not a good person for president. And there you go. So, uh, yeah. and that's so, that's coming from uh, the Business Insider, one of my absolute favorite uh, websites. Oh, you know, um, it, it, every, with everything that's going on, I, I've even been watching things like uh, I've been reading a lot of Forbes, Trent. Uh, it, dude. Yes, Forbes is fantastic. Those sons of bitches make you disable your uh ad blocker to go onto their website they make you do it yeah they do and that you know that's one thing too as long as we want to uh switch gears here and talk some technology yes please uh, i gotta say uh news sites please be aware of your audience and if it's somebody that's viewing your website through a mobile device like seriously, sit down and try and use your own site as an outsider, where as, you're supposed yep. to get all that pop-up so, bullshit. And it's not that hard to do, especially since everyone's using WordPress now. But come on, man, you are just over inundating me with overpowering ads that are ruining my experience. Yep. And making me never want to go back to you. So sit down and please just try and look at your website like we all do, and try and really use it. I can only yeah. imagine, like my. My phone a little while ago was considered like top notch, right? Uh, right. And uh, and even it gets just gets choked under some of this crap. Yeah. That pops up anyway. Uh, I, but it it has been interesting seeing the the different news of uh, venues that I'm getting drawn to with all this stuff. Yeah. But I'm just saying, uh, you know, mind your uh, your ad pop ups and everything. Will you guys please? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. Don't don't ruin the. I want to use you. Uh, you know what else too that I was never aware of. The Washington Post actually only gives you a certain limit of articles you can look at a month. Yeah. Well, and then just clear your cookies and go back in. And that's what I do. Yep. Because <laughs> if there's anything that's real easy around me, it's uh, making sure that the cookies go away. Cookies, just just get those cookies out of there. Yeah. They just disappear. Uh, Washington Post, no, uh, notably owned by uh, Californian Jeff Bezos. Oh, really? Tell yes. me more about this, Trent, that I should know and do not. So Jeff Bezos, uh, millionaire owner of Amazon. Oh! Uh, that's, that's so, yeah, that's, I mean, there is, uh, that that is uh, uh, an avenue for him to, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm just saying Washington Post has some some leanings in certain areas because of, of their ownership. Okay, and that's, uh, but that's, uh, you know, Trent... Yes. When it comes to uh, truth in journalism, that's very interesting. Uh, you know, because some of the earliest things we can think about uh, would be, for example, the the uh, former Hearst Corporation, uh -huh. uh, notoriously uh, would run stories uh, in a specific manner uh, to kind of hurt the people that uh, Hearst didn't support. Uh, and, but you know, would write favorably about Hearst and, and Hearst related interests. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, so uh, obviously when a company owns a publication, there yes. is going to be a certain sway. For example, uh, <laughs> Ariana Huffington and the Huffington Post. Correct. Yes. Uh, which, which I, I would even say um, did better before they sold to Time Warner. More. Yeah, I think so. As, uh, as, as far as their transparency went. But at the same time, Every single article they write about uh, that guy that, you know, I'm not sure we should really mention anymore. <laughs> but at the end of every one of their articles, I think they kind of wear their heart on their sleeve. Oh, they do. Says, there's, there's, there is, there is no doubt. At or, the very or, bottom, bottom of every article, it says uh, that this person is a serial liar, misogynist, such yeah. and such. <laughs> and each one links to cited examples. Yeah, right. That lets them get away with such a heinous statement. Statement, yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's one of those things. It's like, okay, uh, are you? But is that really good journalism, dude? There's no like, it is so hard to find um, 
unbiased journalism now because there's no market for it. No one's paying for it. There's the, the like people people want to read what they agree with. They don't want to be challenged in how they think. And so you just pander to your audience and then that's 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 really it. There's 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 if PBS has shown us anything, there is no money to be made in journalistic integrity. Wow. <laughs> Damn, Trent, you entered your 30s and you went dark. <laughs> Trent's just like the whole fucking world is bought and paid for. Dude. That, that said, that said, um, I highly recommend the website Vox V O X. Um, if I mean, and that's tr that's like long form journalism, that, which is kind of a, a thing that's dead, where you're getting like a full on three thousand word expose, which you know, in in nowadays, you're lucky if 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 you've got an article that's over five hundred. Yeah, because I've 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 tried to read some of their articles. <laughs> Too long. I just, <laughs> You're like just I, too long. God, well, you know, there are some sessions where you're sitting there a while, but otherwise, you know, <laughs> it's like uh, even this is too long for me on this. Right, right. Uh, right. Uh, but yeah, I've, that's the other thing too that's been very interesting this week. Trying to uh, just discover unbiased news. Yeah. Uh, which it just like is really hard. Because, like, uh, okay, like last week I, I wanted to introduce a concept. And then somebody else said you should do something else. And I think it, that idea almost sounds better because we're shining a positive light on things, not a negative right. one. Yeah. We were coming up with week of the week. Uh, but then this person said that a counterpart, and since the word originated two years ago, I think it's to safe that older white guys can freely use the term. We can instead focus on the positive trend and we could do the fleek of the week. Ooh. Right? Which which is is on fleek, correct? Yeah. The the, the popular um vernacular. Yeah, but but in this case we would be repurposing it inappropriately again because that's what we the old white guys do. Correct. Um uh, but and we would just <laughs> say if there's one thing old white guys are good at, it's cultural appropriation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um and but that was what I was thinking. We could do that, and then we could, but we could just say like what things were really cool this week. Okay, kind yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, like like uh, for me, one of them would be uh, a bit of news that dropped. I found this very interesting because we've all had moments like this. Okay, you've all had a you, you're like you're going to be going into something big, and uh, you're by yourself, and you just uh, you have a moment. You're like, I need some motivation for this. Yeah, like I, like I, this used to happen a lot when I would run. Um, back in the day when I actually did care about, you know, not my inevitable death. Yeah. <laughs> the pro prolonging the, the inevitable. Yeah, back when I actually uh, had an interest in preserving myself somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would do this with music. I would, uh, I would build certain playlists that would hit music at certain timed moments. Sure. When, I, when I know in my runs that moment is like a challenging one, so some extra motivation. Or, you know, if it's not good enough, it's something I can shuffle past quick, and I know it's on to something even better. Yeah. Um, turns out, uh, there was a very powerful speech given at the DNC last week, not this week, huh. uh, that just passed. But in that moment, it was a, it was a very noted uh, speech given by none other than, you may have heard of the guy, President Barack Obama. Oh, once or twice. Okay, now before you think, okay, well, they're panning Trump. Obviously, this is a Democratic-fueled podcast. Right, yeah, I mean, obviously. No, we're, we're just a bunch of fucking idiots out here, okay? But, uh, <laughs> but, I, but I find this very cool, okay? This story is very cool to me. Before going out and giving his big speech at the Democratic National Convention, which basically has to be a down-with-Trump, up-with-Hillary kind of sure. speech. Yeah, to, you know, get in line, everyone start supporting her. One of the greater orators of our, our age, uh, President Barack Obama, listened to Eminem's Lose Yourself before the speech to get, to get himself pumped for that moment. You know what I mean? Mom, spaghetti. There's no Mackay Pfeiffer. Wow. Was that pretty good? Was that good? That was wonderful, man. <laughs> that would actually, you, you bring up a very good point. A better podcast would have brought the music in at that point. You would have suddenly heard Eminem say, in this lifetime, you get one shot or whatever it is he says. Yeah. But that's basically the sum of, of the entire song in one sentence right there. Yeah. Yeah. You get one shot to do something, make a difference. And after yeah. that, 
Um, spaghetti. He's, he's arms are ready. He's, uh, I, I just like Mackay Pfeiffer. Wait, what? There's no Mackay Pfeiffer. That's, I just remember that part. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, so like that one would be because that's that's a very real, just a regular moment. Like, oh, presidents, they're just like us. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be like my fleek of the week moment. But we're like, what would be yours? You got one, Trent? Yeah, I got one. Um, And I know this isn't this isn't it's it's on fleek because for me, at least just because I found it for the first time and independent okay so independent of political leanings uh your thoughts on the left the right uh president obama etc um i don't know if you've seen it it is a a a short it's a four minute uh youtube video i'm going to throw it up on the uh the netheads tumblr which also goes to twitter so use the hashtag netheads you can find it but um it's it's uh about the obamas uh, and and uh, President Obama being a lame duck, right? And it's called Couch Commander, and uh, it's it's Obama just kind of figuring out, you know, what what am I gonna do now? Like that I'm uh, that I'm not really doing anything. What 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 can I do? And it's so great because they reached across partisan lines. John Boehner is in it, and it's r- like really really funny. There's one point where where John Boehner's like, "Come on, no one's around here," and he and he hands him a cigarette. <laughs> And Obama, and Obama looks at it in his face. His eyes look so like, oh my God, I would do I would suck your dick for that right now. Oh wow. <laughs> anyway, it is it is so well done. It is so funny. And it's just it's it made me realize how how uh independent of policy, independent of um uh everything that he's done or he hasn't done or that we didn't like that he did or anything along those lines. Obama's funny and he's charismatic as hell, and I am going to miss that as a president uh, because our options are the antithesis of charismatic. Yeah, I think, and it doesn't, you know, cross party lines, libertarian, yep. Green Party, all around, folks. Uh, it's it's a lot of dire faces. Yeah, we're 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 like like especially if even if you look at like the. Uh, the candidates from the last election, you know, they uh, even even they were more um, charismatic, more likable even than our than our current options. So, uh, regardless of, of whoever you like, just know that like it's gonna be kind of a it, it's it's gonna be kind of a boring, um, less fun presidency. I think. Yeah, anyway. I think so. Well, yeah, because we're gonna lose. Uh, if there's any one thing that I could say that this uh, administration definitely played into. It was the the working of of social media and the uh, hipper venues, if you will, to try and get its messages out. Whether it oh, was, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. registering for healthcare or getting out in election years to vote, uh, they've definitely done that. And actually, you know, even in regular press conferences as well, uh, Obama had his Jesus. This is not a political podcast. What's going on? <laughs> But anyway, I found this a very dignified moment where uh, he was talking about something else. Uh, and it was it was in relation. Uh, it was his uh, press conference before going on summer vacation, basically. Uh-huh. And, you know, stuff came up about the 400 million. And, then, you know, like the only thing that was omitted was that it was in cash. We told you all about this. So that was interesting to see itself play out. But during yeah. the, the question and answer portion of the press conference, eventually Obama just basically said, look, um, in relation to every Trump question you're going to ask me, you know, I just want to say that it's up to the, to the voting uh, public to make up their minds on who they feel is the best candidate to, you know, like trust with nuclear codes or whatever it is he said, because clearly the press was looking for a a trumping, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, And so he just finally said that, you know, basically, because there's only so many times you can, you can kick a, or hit a horse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hit a a dead horse, beat a dead horse, whatever it is. Yeah, either way, it's just a horrible term. Why do we still use it in vernacular? Um, you know, because sometimes you just want you got to beat that horse. You just got to beat the dead horse. Okay. Yeah. You know, you want to get it to move. Maybe, maybe there's a little ounce of life in it left. You just maybe it's to, only maybe it's only mostly dead. Yeah, maybe it's mostly dead. Dead yet? I was uh, the other night, just last night, as a matter of fact. I was uh, my my wife and my eldest went to go see Ghostbusters. Oh, so, nice. 
So I stayed home with the youngest. And I'm interestingly enough, shortly after they left, uh, Blair fell asleep. So basically, uh-huh. I had like a two hour, I don't want to say a vacation. D- just dad time. Just a solo well, dad time. Not really. I, I still was trying to put something on to get Blair's interest when she was going to sleep. Uh, so, so there would be noise in the background and I ended up, uh, putting on, uh, the princess bride. <laughs> oh, nice dude. Nice. I, but I voluntarily chose it. And I got to say that movie did amazingly well, uh, looking at it now, I think they did a really good job with the, with what I consider to probably be a very limited budget. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, because you look at it and there are just certain set pieces that they have and have to reuse and, and there's creative angles. For example, uh, when the King is addressing the entire, uh, kingdom, allegedly, it's really just a tight balcony scene with a blue background. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is just a few steps away from the magical kingdom of Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> And they, but they did amazingly well with a really low budget on that movie. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I forgot just how, just how fun of a, of a tale it is as it's being told. Man, it really is. And it, it, it to this day, I think it holds up well. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Uh, wrestling side note. So Andre the Giant, when he was in there, um, he was at a point in his life where even just a walk was very painful for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's this the scene where um, uh, what's her name Wright is it Amanda Wright I, I forget Robin 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 Wright. Wright thank you where she drops into his arms and um, his body was was so weak at that point that she had to be lowered in a harness and then suspended as he as he held her um, be, because his 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 bones were being crushed under his own weight. Oh man! Kind of, it's 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 just an interesting, you know. Th- you would never think that of Andre the Giant, right? This 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 giant, literally, of a man, um, who who was just in twenty four seven pain. Well, if you uh, and uh, uh, even a more modern reference to that, if you ever watched, and this isn't even that modern because we're going back to the nineties. Yeah. Uh, but one of my yes, I'm going to say these words out loud. One of my favorite Adam Sandler films. Hey, there there, there were a few is happy gilmore absolutely and in that was the actor who played jaws in the bond films and by the time you got to the 90s i believe that movie was in the 90s yeah um you got to the 90s the guy that played jaws who was a very large tall man yeah uh probably had a bit of the same uh syndrome that andre the giant did did. yes correct. and and he was visibly discomforted in moving his you can tell that dude's legs hurt him yeah, yeah, and they and they used they used a, a golf club as a cane for him to to get away with a little bit of how he moved on set. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so glad we could bring uh, everything down with that. I was trying to say how <laughs> how much fun the Princess Bride it is. is. And and again, that's that's one of those things where like um, with with a low budget. I mean, we're only here because of a film with a low budget that just had impeccable writing can can really do great things yeah exactly Uh, and just it's a good it's a great tale too yeah Uh, and and it's one of those things where it's a movie i can enjoy and my teenage daughter can still enjoy as well yeah uh together you know what i mean yeah Uh, i'll tell you i'll tell you one thing that i've i've heard at least from everyone that has been on fleek but as a cable cutter i have not been able to experience any of it the olympics oh really you know trent I, uh, I, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I mind you, uh, I'll, rem- I, I not mind you. I will remind you that okay, uh, go ahead. <laughs> when I was, a, when I was a teenager, uh, my father walked into the room and asked if I was watching the world series. And when I said, no, can, he told me I was a communist. <laughs> well, I don't know if he was wrong, but <laughs> I, uh, well, I, I, but, but, but how I, happy would he be to see you such a giants fan now? There you go. I probably a little anyway. <laughs> so, so the the thing is, I'm not really into the sports, and you know, sure. there there were many a times uh, because my parents were divorced. There were many times where I was visiting my dad during the Olympic seasons. Yeah, I, like once every four years, I think it was. <laughs> anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, we, you just knew Olympic strong going to be at dad's house. Just just state the well, and I'll tell you that's what was on, man. They uh-huh. were really. They were, 
I'm not going to lie. My dad and my stepmom really seemed to be into it. Or my dad really was, and she just wasn't going to go for the remote. I don't know. Sure, yeah. But I've never really been into them. I just, I don't know why. Oh, man, I, I get freaking suckered into it. Well, you know who else does as well? I thought this was an adorable little tale. Leslie Jones, who who in the past two weeks has had a rough go. I mean, oh, Le- was- Leslie, Le- Leslie Jones of oh my sweet little my sweet little white Colin uh, Jost. Jost, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes. On SNL, the, Leslie Jones, who who admitted she ain't afraid of no Jost. Um, <laughs> oh, did she really say that? Oh yes, my friend. Oh shit, that's funny. I that's think that funny. was on the first weekend update when they came back. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, she uh, got a lot of unnecessary, extremely hateful, racist bullshit on sure, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, because so people are assholes. She was going to go away, but now she's uh, she has come back, uh, and apparently, uh, Leslie loves the Olympics, Trent. Really, she, she loves it so much that she has been uh, she's been adorned in American flag attire. She's got USA. a flag. Drap, draped over her shoulders and she's got a hat saying go usa hell yeah well she's also been tweeting so she's like uh like cheering for when so we get the she's, gold she's like sitting down live tweeting like oh my god did you just see that blah blah, yeah. blah. well get this uh one of the guys in the news division for sports saw it and i don't know if he was serious but he extended an invitation for him for her to come down and do coverage could you imagine oh my like so so can you imagine like a uh like a uh oh ross the intern style uh um version of leslie jones walking around brazil you know <laughs> I've got to say, there are certain things that have uh, made very interesting times for uh, Olympic coverage. One of them, I don't know if you remember, Trent, but there were a few times where David Letterman sent his elderly mother yes. out to do like Olympic coverage. Totally. I do remember that. Yeah. So I, I would totally get behind the synergy of NBC Sports getting behind uh, bringing in somebody from the comedy slash news oh, area with it, Leslie Jones. It makes so much sense. Yeah. I mean, bring her in and gee, have some fun with it. Yeah. You know, because that's one of the things that uh, we miss with some of the, like when I was growing up, when I was actually engaged in my dad watching sports, it was because you had commentators and, and I'm going to, we're going to forget anything they may have said later on, but at the time in the powerful moments, Howard Cosell was a, a formidable voice. Oh Yeah. In, in sports uh, broadcasting and, and the like, you know, you, you miss kind of those moments where they brought their own character to it. You know, uh, other commentators now, they all sound the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. or, and, and, and another thing that I, I, I've, I've found is like not a lot of commentary on what's actually going on. <laughs> yeah. But, but Leslie has been tipping us off. Gosh, so, I would, oh yeah. I mean, I'm, maybe, maybe that will be my, uh, my my avenue then is as I don't get the NBC uh, t- television, I can just I can just follow her more closely. Well, that could be it, or maybe they'll start pushing her little bits through Hulu, and you might be oh, able to pick them up there. That would be good. Yes. Oh, I should yeah, I should look and see what the Hulu's got for Olympic coverage. You know, that's one of the things we should almost maybe focus one episode around Trent, uh, because you are a cable cutter, and I think yeah. it would be interesting to get your take on cutting your cable and and, you know what you've done in that post cable cutter world yeah well i i mean and and i and and this isn't to um you know uh pat myself on the back and cut my own balls but i i it's it's more more difficult than i thought just because i have a somewhat um strong uh moral con uh, conviction of supporting supporting people of content that I that I like. Do you know what I mean? So so I, I try not to torrent as much as I can because I I, I want to let people know through my dollars that I appreciate what they do, and that's so yeah that that's not a bad idea. That would be that would be really good. We should do that sometime. You know the other thing too that I find interesting because for example, um, one of the big shows on right now. Uh, so as a cable cutter, you do have the Netflix. Yes, yeah, I've got the Netflix. Okay, so I've got to ask you, Trent. I'm going to ask you a very serious question. Oh, shit. Because I, I just kind of like finally stumbled into something. It was kind of like, okay, I've heard about it. I've heard about it. It's time. I got to look at this. I got to see what it's talking about. What yeah. are we? 
Netflix original series by the Duffer Brothers, Stranger Things. Yes. Uh-huh. Have you have you watched any of this? Not not yet. It is on. It is on in my queue currently. I don't know whatever the fuck is in your queue ahead of it, Trent. <laughs> Shift it down. Well, so so I mean, just right, and and this is I I've just needed something on in the background because I've been working uh, in my spare time, so I'm I, I can't and it's something that I want to pay full attention to. So that's that's why I haven't watched it yet because I I really do want to want to watch it well and that's one of the things that should have tipped me off early on that this was one of those shows because it actually you know and until you see the show you don't get it you know it actually incorporated some or became incorporated as memes that i've seen Uh uh-huh uh, you know, without going into any detail, there's a certain point where there's a wall with Christmas lights and the alphabet, and the lights can blink to correspond to a letter and convey a message, right? Yes. That I've seen as a as a meme this week where the letters are spelling out, fuck Trump. I'm just saying <laughs> that until you see the show, you don't understand the meaning or why the, the meme is even funnier. Right, right, right. So uh, I got to say, though, man, I just, I didn't know what to expect yet somehow I got exactly what I expected. Really? Yeah, but I mean that in the best of ways. Okay, it okay. Was just uh, it, don't be fooled. Uh, they're claiming it's a series, right? Uh-huh. And, and, uh, and uh, binging-wise, I got to tell you, this is a great news one because there's, I believe, only eight episodes. Oh, no, that's not a it. great one. When I binge, I want, I want 10 seasons of bingeness. No, I understand. I, I'm under. You want to be like however many years from it is now, where it's Stranger Things, the complete series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I gotta say, it was it was just an absolute delight. It hooks you in from the very beginning, and it's but it's not eight episodes, Trent. It's basically eight different segments of this very long movie. Uh huh. And it just, it tells a tale amazingly well. And if there's any one thing I got to say about the way this is written and the way that this is created, first of all, it's a love letter to the 80s. So, like, even you can tap yeah. into some nostalgia as your, uh, youth, man. Yeah. your pre-teen years. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's like reliving the, the E.T. era all over again. Yes, yeah. Uh, but the other thing about it that is just amazing from a writing standpoint is that they always offer up just enough of the story to compel you to move on. To, to, to keep on going. Yes, exactly. They um, dole it out in just the right fashion. From what I've read and, and from from whom, you know, all the people I've heard talk about it, um, it it sounds a lot like a a more modern uh, serious in, in in like in like production value and and delivery uh, and adult version of one of my favorite shows growing up as a kid uh, by Joe Dante, which was uh, Erie, Indiana. Oh wow, I forgot all about that yeah. one. It's it's on Amazon Prime if you ever want to go back and relive it. But it's it it, it at least and again I haven't watched it, but that's that's kind of the the premise. You know, it's 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 like a long Goonies almost. Yeah, I think the best way to think of it is uh, all of the Amblin Entertainment products of the time. Okay, yeah. Huh? If yeah. those collided with the Chris Nolan universe. Oh, okay. That's kind of what you get out of this. Uh, okay. Because, you know, I look, I, I never saw a Steven Spielberg movie outside of one of the World War II epics where a mother trucker gets shot in the head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and this has those darker moments. I mean, uh, not, not everybody makes it out alive. Vulture did an awesome. I'm, I'm gonna again. I'll tweet this one out right now. Um, an awesome article, um, kind of 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 taking uh, the the example of Ghostbusters, which we were just talking about, and uh, uh, Stranger Things, and and throwing them up there and showing how uh, one did very well with zero uh, advanced hype, right? And one um, kind of got caught up in its own advanced hype to where it, it almost hurt itself, right? Um, Anyway, it's 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 really interesting article worth checking out, um, and it's uh, on the Twitters right now using the hashtag NetHeads. Um, but yeah, this this is a show that has that has you know they didn't really start advertising or hyping it until after the critics had c- came out and said this is fucking awesome. Yeah, and uh, I gotta say that's 
if you've already put money into the production of something, then uh, I think that's actually a smart way to go because you got the critics on your side, yeah, and, and you've got the public looking where you want them to look now. But you have to, you have to trust. Like it's 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 a catch twenty two though, right? Because you have to trust the content and trust the viewership <laughs> to connect with it in a way that you don't have to inundate it with with pre advertising. Yeah, but this one is definitely playing from word of mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's having a it's having cultural impact. Like I said, it's made its way into memes and there are fans doing fan-inspired art around it and um it's just it's and I got to say it's it's amazing that it, uh, it one somebody actually decided to make it. Right. Uh, <laughs> because it it really is one of those unique ideas because there's it, it it's not like it being in the 80s in any way serves the story at all um it's just one of those aspects but at the same time there are certain elements that can happen in this story that that just wouldn't happen in this day and age because technology is different yeah i was just gonna say t technology culture i'm assuming like like you you go back and and watch um any of those films that, that we love so much uh Last winter, I watched um, ET with my with my nephew, and I was blown away at, at just thinking for myself, like that we all got around on BMX bicycles. Our parents never knew where we were, and it was no big deal. Exactly, <laughs> and, and it was fine. <laughs> it was even the same in my era. We would literally, it's like, okay, it's around ten a.m. I've had my breakfast. I'm ready to gear up, get on my bike, yeah. and go out and find out what the day's adventure holds. Yeah, we're we're get, we're gonna go to all the gas stations and find the best arcade. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, there's gonna be some time spent uh, just inside of a Seven Eleven playing video games. Yep, final fight, man, cleared the whole thing. Oh man, Super Contra. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know that, but that was a different time. Now my kids are practically under house arrest. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I do. Yeah. But it's, but it really is. It's a different age. Like I'm blown away when my sister-in-law will consider. Uh, she's just like five blocks away. Uh huh. Uh, less as the crow flies. I mean, the only reason why they the kids don't have a straight shot to my house is because of a of a wash or a. I was, creek. I was gonna say like a fence or something. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a crick in the way, Trent. Yeah, well, um, I like crick. Yeah, that's but I'm still it. but I'm still blown away at the concept of just trusting them to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Uh, in this day and age, and but it's true. Like I would disappear. You'd come back around one o'clock for lunch. And then around two o'clock, you head back out until the the street lights come on. Yep. Yeah. Or, that, or, that, or in that, your case, yeah. probably sundown because they didn't want you being chased by the coyotes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or or oh, I I dude, I can remember um, being at a friend's house. The sun had gone down. I needed to get home, and so a parent would come and then drive behind me on the way home so that their lights would illuminate my way to ride my bike back to the house because otherwise it was just dark as shit yeah like because otherwise mike would have to stay there and i need my bike for the next morning <laughs> oh man oof uh, that's <laughs> but that doesn't happen now that's no, and, uh -uh. And, but this is true like uh that was a, it was a different time and kids would yeah. you weren't worried when kids would be down in the basement for hours on end yep yeah which oh man, while we're talking about this, there is a, a, a comic book series. The first volume, may, the second volume, may, may be out already right now. That plays perfectly into this same idea, right? Of like, uh, like preteen teen adventurers during the eighties, um, called Paper Girls. That I cannot recommend enough. Um, I like if if you can get it do it if you're a fan of the goonies or uh, you know from what it sounds like stranger things this book is going to be right up your alley that was the other interesting thing that they did as well is that they you know the at the beginning of the story you have kind of all of these different story paths that set up and they did a wonderful job of combining those elements at all at just the right time as the story went on yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it, it's there have been so many instances that different players are kind of catching different sides of the same story, and uh, and then they just they all come together at just the right time. Oh, just, yeah, I, I am. I, I'm excited to once I, once I get done with this uh, this this major project. So it, it'll be the second week in in September. But at that point, man, I'm going to dive in head first. Okay, fair enough. We'll 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 let you slide until then. And I think we've talked it up enough, really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. come on already. How much yeah. can you just talk about television? 
Um, well, a lot. <laughs> You'd be amazed. <laughs> you would definitely be amazed. Um, is there anything else we wanted to talk about this week? Well, actually, you know, one thing that's interesting, and I love this. Yeah, yeah. Um, because <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm gonna tell you it's it's a it's a wonderful and amazing opportunity either way. But let's say for some reason something comes up, I'm still able to do this even without traveling. Okay. And and for those that don't know, in my nine to five, I also now work from home. So I'm I'm slowly becoming agoraphobic. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, I just don't want to go, go outside. Unfortunately, this uh, this plays right into it as well because at the Salt Lake Comic Con this year, yes. Saturday, yes. September third, twenty sixteen, from twelve to one. Yes. What is it, Trent, and 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 who does it include according to the official schedule? Yeah, so uh, if you if you do go to the the official panel scheduling, which is is in beta form right now, that we're they're still still tweaking some things, but as of right now, uh, there will be a live taping of of Netheads featuring the comic book men, minus Walt. So naturally, because yeah, this yeah, trip involves it could, a plane, you can't drive there. Um, so, well, he could, but who wants to spend that kind yeah, of time? Yeah, no, I mean, he's got shit to do. He doesn't want to spend a week driving to a con. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so this is exciting, but the, but the thing that I love uh, that Trent has reiterated time and time again is that if you can't make it out, we can still do video, which is both appealing, but if Brian Johnson does actually show up to this panel... <laughs> I can only imagine the ridicule that my only existence on the panel is in a video box it's, of some type. Is in a small screen, or well, it would it would be projected onto the screen, but yeah. Well, that's what you would hope. But if it's anywhere within, I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. He's a wonderful guy, and he's oh, always he's the treated best. us. He's oh, the best. Okay, hold on, Trump. Back off a little, buddy. He's <laughs> he he is he is he is brilliant. He's got such a high IQ. I feel bad for everyone who doesn't have an IQ as high as brian johnson it's not your fault he's just much smarter than you <laughs> wow that was terrifying <laughs> how amazing you just tapped into it right there um anyway uh no i could just imagine though if it's within his reach and it was a laptop just shutting the lid fuck that yeah <laughs> fuck wilkins slam <laughs> pretty much um but yeah you know it all depends on how it times out i, I airfare i can uh have covered by southwest miles i've already got in there yes you know my only thing is that if i were to go out it would probably have to be a same day affair if possible right yeah like like, like a down, down back type deal yeah where the only thing i have to worry about is paying for my parking at the at the um well but i still got to get from the airport to the yeah, con yeah, too. You do an uber Oh, I could just do an Uber. Do an Uber. Do an Uber. Yeah. Why are we talking like that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt right. Uh, anyway, so uh, I'm I'm gonna try my hardest to get out there. Um, but you know, I have to have conversations with my wife and I yeah. But you know, we're that's Plan the, things out. At this point, it's the intent. Yeah. I guess that's the best way to put it. But I'm looking forward to it, especially with those guys that being there. We might actually have. Uh, what's that thing called? Attendance. People well, and I, I'm I'm tip of the hat to uh, the programmers Blake and Ryan because that is a prime time. You know what I mean? Like that's that's lunchtime. That's everyone's had their first go around. If you're only there for one day and you want to sit down for a little bit, um, and and you want to avoid the 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 cluster mess of people on the floor, you, you go to a panel. I, I I see no problem with that. Yeah, that was the thing I wanted to talk to you about. That I was kind of shocked. Um. I was concerned that maybe some favors had been exchanged or something because don't worry about that. I well, I'm just saying <laughs> somehow this crappy little podcast with very little following in the area has this wonderful I'm just saying something's weird there. <laughs> don't don't worry about it, Will. All right, I didn't say nothing. Yes. Man. As, as the as of of the very few exchanges I've ever had with Kevin Smith, I, I will say to you as I said to him, don't worry about it. Fair enough, fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, it sounds cool. And plus, I think when it comes to like comic book conventions, really that's the best type of exposure possible. It's just like get in early, one day at it, and then go yep. back home and and get free of any of the weird nonsense that can occur. 
Yep. No, I, I, I totally agree. That's, that's, that's the way to do it. Cause you know, there's nothing wrong with the convention floor and, and that area is fine. It's whatever goes on in the hotels after hours. <laughs> that's, that's where I hear shit just gets, yeah, up. it gets weird. Shit gets weird. That's what I'm saying. I just, you know, actually, you know, one funny thing that happened, I not, I don't think it was this, or it might've been this year, or it may have been last year now at this point, uh-huh. but it was just funny as crap because I was running materials from one person's room to another in Sacramento where uh, a Sacramento Comic-Con was happening. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was getting things from point A to point B. And all I'm thinking about is the job at hand, right? Right. Okay. I got to get this from point A to point B. I got to go to the elevator. I got to go down two floors. I get it. I come back. I go up two floors. I'm done. Yeah. And I, I don't remember which leg of the trip it was on, but I suddenly looked up to realize that I was in the elevator with Norman Reedus. Holy shit. Yeah. Who's uh, Daryl on The Walking Dead. Yeah. And just look up. And it's just one of those things. It's like, oh, and it's like, hey, man. Hey, it's like, hey. Work. And he's like, hey. <laughs> And that, that was the exchange. Hey, man. Within yeah. those two words, I attempted to convey, hey, hell of a job, great show, always seem to like what you do on it. Yeah. Just conveyed in, hey, man. But what else are you going to do at that moment? You're well, so, gonna- so what, I, what, I, what I'm doing now, right? So this is, this is my new thing, right? Um, is I have a, a, a moleskin book that, that's very small, fits in a, in a pocket almost, um, or at least the bag that I've always got with me. And um, I've got a pen with a rubber band around it so that if I ever do run into someone, um, instead of asking for a selfie, I ask, I ask for their autograph. That is so genius and messed Just up. Because, because A, okay, A, I feel like that's a, that's a dead thing. People don't, like, collect autographs, right? It's, it's kind of, um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like a big... Uh, homage almost it's like it's like a big uh i don't know i just I, if someone were to ask for my autograph i'd be like why the fuck i am of no one important why would you want my autograph but you know? you know what else that's really cool about it too if you think about it trent uh for anybody of that like in the selfie generation uh their their image almost becomes intangible right in a yeah. Way. yeah whereas uh what uh, like an autograph that's an actual tangible real thing uh, yeah you can yeah that, that's just not like in the ether somewhere i'm telling you right now somewhere trent in the cookbooks in my kitchen uh-huh. i haven't i haven't hunted it out in a while but on there is is a signature a signed napkin from i think uh, I can't remember the name of the chain. It's in Calabasas and a few other locations. I think it's Islands is the name of it. And it was at the Islands in Calabasas. Okay. Uh, for my wife, I got a night, a napkin. Only time, one of the few times I've asked for an autograph of Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. <laughs> so at the time they were still married and the on, on the TV show. And yeah. Yeah, totally. They were America's sweethearts, man. Right, but I mean, like, because what else at, at that time? What else was I going to ask for? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Smartphones weren't smart then, and yeah, I could have probably taken a crappy BlackBerry picture at the yeah, time, but yeah. that was basically like trying to take a picture of uh, uh, with a Kodak camera, for God's sakes. <laughs> right. You know, it's not instantaneous and doesn't feel very rewarding when you finally see the end product. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, that's I. I actually tip my hat to you. That's kind of brilliant, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a lot more intimate, if you will, as well. Well, and it's 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 yeah. I I, I just I just barely started doing it, and I did it. Um, uh, with, uh, I'm trying to think. The first the first time I I, I busted it out was at a, a WWE show here in Salt Lake, and like it actually got me into more places. Than if I walked up like with my phone out, if I, I walked up with this book and a pen and then people would actually just walk over to me and sign it as, as, as opposed to the people who were asking for selfies. You know, the other thing, yeah, well, cause it's, it's, it's unique and it's, it's moment taking. It's like, whoa, yeah. well, that's, yeah. that's different. Yeah. And, and not to mention too, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where they can give it to you and they know it's not going to show up on TMZ later and fuck them in the ass because <laughs> they don't know what's going on behind them in the yeah, ex- Exactly. I mean? Exactly. They don't, they, or, 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 you know, if they do a video, they don't have to be in character or something along those lines. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, yeah I'll do, I'll do whatever kid. Give me that yeah. <laughs> kid. <laughs> yeah. What is it for your, your, your nephews dying of leukemia or something? Yeah. That's, that's who it's for. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what's amazing uh, when you go to any type of event and you're around the people that things would get signed, uh, I got to say, I'm just uh, in some ways I'm impressed 
by the people that just have the balls to run up with a oh, box of like six dude, items in them. That it, always fucking blows my mind. I, in a way, I'm just kind of like, wow, man. Okay, you yeah. did it, bro. But at the well, same time, I'm like, that's you got to have some sack to pull that off. So, so um, in in kind of doing the planning of panels and stuff for this uh, this year at at Salt Lake Comic Con, um, uh, we're doing a uh, something. I suggested that we do a a panel, um, on you know uh, uh how to appropriately interact at with with artists at a Comic Con. And it's it's called the um, uh, ad, ad, adventures. No, oh shit, what's it called? Horrors, horrors of uh, Artist Alley. <laughs> and so uh, it it'll basically be me talking to comic book artists, um, and we'll be talking about you know uh, what's what are what are some of the uh, and right now right now um, we haven't you know we're we're still developing things, but right now it's it's basically going to be like a Q and A with uh, me and the current Harley Quinn artist Chad Harden about like what are some of the craziest things that you've had to deal with <laughs> going around a cons holy lord as as you know fans and for especially for chad harden i can only imagine all the photos and he and he reposts a lot of them but <laughs> of of just uh, inappropriate harley quinns oh my I, and just can you imagine too it's like okay i don't want to be a jerk but you know, honestly, honey, I don't think that outfit is age appropriate. I really don't want to be in a picture with you. But how are you going to say no? Yeah. So anyway, it, it, I, I'm really excited for it. I think that one's going to be really fun. Both both informative for fans, so that like if you're not aware of like, oh crap, that's that's not acceptable. Shoot, I do that all the time. Okay, but also just just really funny too. You know, one of the things I think we also need to be a, a little upfront about too is just because the con has has added us to the schedule of the comic book men. Yes. Uh, we don't like have a solid confirmation yeah. any one of them will show. Yeah. They're they're just going to get a they're going to get a schedule and it's going to be printed and they're going to get it and then they'll evaluate whether it's worth their time yeah. or yeah. not. I I'll at least say this. I'll bet Ming shows up. <laughs> wow, that was a you're really willing to take that risk, buddy? Put that chip on black, huh? <laughs> well, I'm wow. just saying it's 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 a, it's another rung on the uh or another tally on the um internet podcast de database <laughs> that's that's I, it man speak of the acronym there yeah the id no internet podcast the ipdb yes oh i love that the <laughs> ipdb man oh, shit I, I know what i know what domain i'm looking for after i get off of this <laughs> what what i'm sorry i don't know Excuse anyway me? Uh, so that's about it, folks. A uh, little uh, self-aggrandizing near the end there. But, uh, you know, whatever. we yeah, uh, Somebody's got to do it sometime. Yeah. It's got to be something to keep us going. Yeah. Right? I uh, so. want to thank everybody, actually, uh, for taking the time listening, tuning in, all that jazz. If you can, you know, hey, uh, whatever services, uh, give us a five-star review, however you listen. Tell your friends about NetHeads. Come on, spread the word. Yeah. We want to be in more people's ears. And, and most importantly, please... God, if you know anyone in the Salt Lake area that's going to be going to the Comic-Con. Yeah, come, please, come hang out. Please make sure they know there's a comfortable place to quietly sit from 12 to 1. We're, <laughs> not, even, we're not even going to ban food. Uh, you know, I yeah. swear to God, if I can get it catered, I'll try. Uh, you know, <laughs> what do you call catered? Well, we got a bowl of chips over there. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can at least guarantee a bowl of chips, apparently. Yeah. No, that's not guaranteed as well. No. Come on, we're on a budget, people. I'm talking about <laughs> using free miles and getting the hell out of Dodge quick. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not, I'm not. I don't have anything to burn. I've got. And Trent's got doesn't have anything to burn. We're burnless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's true. We, I guess you could say we're burned out. You know, that would have been a great actually <laughs> follow up show for uh, what was it? Burn notice. Yes, on uh -huh. USA, yeah. would just be burnless, which would be like everything that happens afterwards. So the yeah, world's yeah. now boring. It's just nothing going on. Yeah, you know, just burnless. That's yeah. us. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're definitely burned out. Time to go. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads. One fun free place. Where is that, Trent? Smodcast.com. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. I hope everybody enjoys watching you dance more now. Dude, the 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 offbeats on on the the smod theme where it's like going that's my favorite part. I just realized that's that like I just I fucking love that so much. Wow, I didn't expect you to get so damn passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just realized why I like it so much and I think that's it. All right, on, man. I support you on that. You know, big, one of the things big too fan of the offbeats. One of the thing I forgot. <laughs> no wonder we're friends. Yeah. Uh, well, well, it's also why I like ska. Oh, exactly. Well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Two tone, man. And I make no sense. Uh, you know, one of the things I forgot uh, that I wanted to bring up on the show, because amazingly enough, somehow earlier today when I was taking a shower, I was thinking about the show. Oh, I thought uh, you were saying you were thinking about me. No, I was thinking about the podcast. <laughs> and I was thinking so in depth, I actually shaved my entire head on autopilot. Like I really? Was, I was thinking so deeply about the topics I wanted to discuss that uh, I, I actually just shit like even that annoying no area, nicks, nothing, no, no nicks. And even that, that oh, annoying shit. area under the nose or that yeah, yeah, where, where the, the snot trough is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that whole the, everything around the nostrils is a pain. In the, l- listen to us complain. We don't have to deal with menstruation, but let me yeah. tell you, oh, shaving is the worst. I don't know. I don't do it. You don't do it. And that's why I even <laughs> said, I don't know if you remember Trent, but the most <laughs> so difficult, you know what, whatever I was going to talk about, never mind. Let's get out of here. Ta-